welcome to National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where I am completely throwing the format away for an entire month. I don't know if you're going to like that or not, but too bad I'm doing it anyway. I am talking to a bunch of creators. By now, you may have noticed, and I've probably told you, that I've basically given up on having 30 interviews for reasons that if you already listened to the show, yeah, you're aware. Anyway, today, and I have to, I still have to get used to saying today, I'm so used to four years of saying this week, today, I have Najee Walker, who I am remembering right now, I didn't ask what the fuck your show is. <laughs> But that's the first question anyway. So, <laughs> and again, before anything, thank you for coming on because you are the first person that I have that is a volunteer that I do not have a pre-existing relationship with. Whoa. Not like a pre-existing podcast friend. You are the first person I've talked to that I did not know before going into this craziness that I'm I'm doing. So wow. thank you for volunteering. <laughs> Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. And secondly, I'll take my gold medal on the way out. Um, hi, yes, I am Najee. Um, most people know me as Kami Jace on my show. Uh, it's the online alias I go as, as I play too many, too many, too many video games. Um, and that's what the podcast is about. I host the Weekly Cooldown. It is a podcast where we get to know the gaming news of the week, and we also get to know whichever guest or guests are on during the week. So it's kind of a get to know the content creator show slash get to know what the hell's going on with video games um, at the same time. Awesome. See, that's the fun thing. I learn more about people, and that's I, I'm I'm feeling like it reminds me of uh, Sometimes Geek, where Derek would do the video game news, but it's adding in that personal, hey, and we're going to, you know, meet these other creators and these other people involved in it, too. And that's, I just had Derek on yeah. three weeks ago, yeah. two or three weeks ago. <laughs> Again, what would what would uh, Kate say? Podcast, the podcast community is incestuous. <laughs> We're all that. circling around. Everybody's on everybody's shows, and you find out. <laughs> I don't know that I'd call it incestuous. I'd say something <laughs> like, like, uh, like, uh, hmm, some, so, I don't know, something that doesn't sound like so it's dirty. Gross. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, I haven't found another word that fits. Like, like I need a better word too, but I'm just gonna. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like the fact that we all have. Maybe we're a big circle jerk. How's that? That's better. That's a little Is it better. Though? <laughs> I think so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's 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 still dirty, but it's less skeezy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We're all doing it together and we're all just a bunch of buds. Yep. And you're gonna find out somebody on the other end of that circle you have a pre-existing relationship with. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. <laughs> Sexual revolution and all that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it that is one of the craziest things is finding out that somebody that you don't know and then you just happen to be introduced to is also friends with somebody you've known for forever. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's like the six, six degrees of separation kind of thing. Yeah, that's always awesome. Somewhere I feel like Paul Chomo or or Kate Walenga are the Kevin Bacon in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, somewhere, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure almost every indie podcaster is less than six degrees away from one of them. Well, <laughs> get ready for me because I'm going to be in there too. 
guest starring me, well, the guy. I mean, you to Derek. Derek goes to both Paul and Kate. So there, I'm already there. Yep, you're already you're two degrees get, away from either of them. <laughs> get ready to see. Get ready to be the first degree of connection to me, because <laughs> that's how I that's how I operate. Well, at the same time, also you are a member of the Underdogs podcasting group, which is mm-hmm. you know partially run by I think Derek and Paul are both admins in the group. So yeah, we're all kind of one degree away from both mm-hmm, of them at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, Very true. Yeah. So all of that bullshit because well that's what i do i tangent all the hell away from everything but that's okay yes my 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 conversations are nothing if not somehow vaguely connected tangents yeah but you know what that that makes the that makes the podcast a little better we do it on my podcast too it's not really like a humdrum uh uh like oh no the news is bad kind of podcast it's it's supposed to be a little fun it's supposed to be a little funny we're just being ourselves and we're talking talking some real shit about whatever's going on in the in the world at the time yeah exactly and again yeah it doesn't have to be humdrum and boring or or gloom Mm -hmm. and doom because you say news and immediately it's gloom and doom and when i do the news i try and look for the absolute stupidest shit that i can find to talk Mm. about (laughs) I always default to the lady who was injecting smoothies into her arm because she thought it was better than drinking juice. Well, <laughs> you know what? I could definitely see where that logic comes into yep. play. <laughs> I can see it. Won't yep. do it. Can't see it. <laughs> yeah, it's like logically, it you can understand where she was coming from, but you know she lacked the other two brain cells to think that it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> the common sense gene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but that, I mean, yeah, I, that, that's what I kind of strive to do on the show. I try to do something where we can kind of talk about, you know, what, whatever's popular, whatever's happening. Um, but do it in a way where I can poke fun at it. Um, even being the host and, you know, wanting to kind of make sure people are understanding the news, but also be like, yeah, but did they really need to do that? Like, did they really like the, the the thing that's going on at the moment is like uh um this whole thing with Blizzard and how they took away some money from one of their most popular um uh uh it was like one of the gamers yeah I saw right. that uh something like thousands if not millions of dollars taken away because he said you know some pro Hong Kong sentiments and I'm like okay everything else aside. Did you really need to take away his money? <laughs> like, couldn't you have just been like, hey, you're fired. Uh, c- thanks for all your help in getting us some money. Take off. Goodbye forever. Like, you, it, 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 anyway, that's getting into my show too much. Um, but all the same, we try to have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, we, like it's been it's stressed so much over, like, People that actually know what they're talking about in podcasting will tell you, if you're not having fun with your show, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. If you aren't enjoying it, stop because the listeners know you aren't, ha- you aren't enjoying what you're doing. And then it's no fun for anybody. That is correct. So, because that's what I'm doing here all month for some godforsaken reason that I decided mm-hmm. to punish myself by trying to do so many interviews. But... What originally got you into podcasting and listening to podcasts in the first place? Um, good question. I don't remember how I found 
out about the podcast themselves, but I started listening to uh, my, my opening podcast was Comedy Bang Bang. <laughs> um, I love comedy podcasts a whole lot. And um, I first started with Comedy Bang Bang. And I, at the time I was working in a um, in a file room and they allowed me to have the headphones on, listen to music or whatever. And instead of listening to music, I started listening to the podcast and I would laugh out loud during work and people would know me for laughing out loud during work all of a sudden, just kind of bursting into laughter. Um, and from there, I listened to other uh, very popular uh, comedy podcasts, all, all, likely also produced by Earwolf. Um, Hello from the Magic Tavern is one. Oh, yeah. I love Magic Tavern. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um and so, and also I started just kind of catching up with the news through podcasts as well. So I was catching up um, with current events by listening to like the daily every morning. Um, Today Explained by Vox is a really good one that I've been listening to for a while and a couple of other ones. And it just kind of helped me get through my entire day. And I realized that um, a lot, a lot of what I was experiencing made me feel both well-informed and also just really happy. And so I was like, I want to, I want to do something like that. Um, and I have a background in communication studies and journalism. So I was like, I already have the, most of the knowledge built up and within my fingertips. And so I just decided I'm gonna, I'm, I was gonna launch it. And in October of 2017, I did. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you do this and you're just like, Hey, I've got a voice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm enjoying and I'm enjoying what these people are doing. I want to do that too, because it's, it's, it's cool. And it sounds fun. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a guy. I got a voice. I got an idea. Uh, it's not a well thought out one yet, but guess what? I'm going to do anyway. Oh, yeah. buy a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that like, you get better by practicing. And even mm-hmm. if you don't like, Again, I, I, I'm a podcast editor. I, I do some consulting, but the one there's like there's two ways of of doing this. And if you want to make your podcast a business, absolutely have that shit completely planned out. Know what you're doing before you launch your show. Mm-hmm. If you really want to have that refinement, but if your goal is entertainment, then like if if you're really you just want to go out and entertain people, mm-hmm. you don't have to fully flesh out the idea really. Yeah. Maybe make some money on the side later, yeah. but like just but, jump into it. Yeah. It's like the goal is to entertain. Then you like shape the show and, and figure out what works and what you enjoy and what the people, your listeners enjoy and grow the show based on building. You like start with, you just launch the show with a blank slab of clay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you've rounded it off a little bit. And then by the time, you know, you've, you've been at it for a few months. Hey, that looks like kind of like a bowl. Right. And then, you know, you're three or four years in and now it's got this high gloss finish on it and it's got all these designs etched into it and mm-hmm. you, you shape it as you go versus like if you're doing like an education show, you got to have that mm-hmm. stuff planned. You have to know yeah. everything you're doing because it's mm-hmm. got to have a, a, a thing. But yeah, this we're in entertainment. Throw the clay on there, shape it as you go make some this show took two years before i nailed down a format or mm-hmm. anything like i i did not have regular release i did not have a format or any sort of consistency 
to it for almost two years. And now I've got a pretty regular routine and format and I've got people who make fun of me for my intros. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice, isn't it? <laughs> like I, I, nice. <laughs> I just remember the last time Paul Chomo was on the show and he said that he literally will like mimic my intro because of the way I, I, the inflections that I put on the different lines and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I basically stopped doing it that way and started changing oh, it up every no. week after just to troll him. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's actually pretty cool. I'm into that. It's like, yeah, sorry, Paul, Paul, I got to do it. You're like, ah, it's like, no, I've got it. And then, and then he, I found out he got a little miffed by it. And was like, no, he keeps changing it on me. I was like, okay, fine. I'll start doing it the same way. But <laughs> Um, you hear that, Paul? You got the podcast equivalent of Rick Roll. <laughs> but that, that's what, but I, what, again, I love podcasting for this because you can shape mm-hmm. it. And again, I like that those of us that are in the entertainment side of it, that we're not in here. I'm not trying to teach you shit. If you're learning anything from me, it's don't inject smoothies into your veins. It's a bad mm-hmm. idea. Or, you know, there's lots of, lots of stupid things that you can learn from the news that I informed you of. Hey, look how dumb this guy is. <laughs> right. I don't care what your religion says. Don't go fasting for 40 days just to beat Jesus's record. You're going to die. <laughs> Someone really do that? Yeah. It was a few months back. There was a, a, I don't know what it is about Christians in South Africa, but man, they take shit literally. Oh, oh, sure. And there was a, there was a, a minister in South Africa who wanted to prove i guess it's like oh jesus fasted for 40 days i can do that and without any preparation at all he basically hikes out into the desert and they find him like 30 some odd days later dead just laying there in the middle of nowhere like because mm. he didn't have any water any food it's like you have to prepare for something like that yeah you have to get your body used to the the deprivation and the environment and all those things he was not prepared for this and Mm. he unfortunately died and i don't like necessarily making fun of people who died but sometimes when you're doing something really stupid that it should you should have figured out i i have to there's a little there's a tiny voice in your head but it's there and sometimes it just says he deserved it a little bit (laughs) (laughs) a little bit I I know what that's like. I feel I feel awful and I try not to do it. But sometimes I'm like, well, you know, when life gives you lemons and you decide to shove those lemons down your throat one by one. That's not how you get a lemonade. No, no. It works with chocolate milk, not with lemonade. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not how that works. Take those lemons. You squeeze them first. Maybe some sugar, some water. And that's like, uh, there you go. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know how to make lemonade? You learned that today. That is lemonade stand. Lemonade right there. Lemonade we're, we're, 101. That's easy. Yeah. Now, see, that's how you can learn something listening to Odd Dad Out lessons. That's it. Lessons lemonade from the Odd Dad Out podcast brought to you. <laughs> we got lemonade. Last year, I actually, for, for National Podcast Post Month, I had two days where I think I actually ended up just giving recipes. Oh, because it was part of what, like I said, this show was completely different when it started and mm-hmm. it was originally supposed to be a parenting show. Yeah. How the hell that happened? Oh. And I kind of jumped back into that because one of the things that I end up have kind of become known for is that I'm that crazy guy who, again, being Mr. Mom, I also cook dinner every night. Mm. You know, my wife is at work. She gets home 
after five o'clock, we basically tag your it and, and I go to work. Right. And so I have to make dinner before she gets home. Otherwise, you know, when she gets home, well, it's going to be takes so much longer for dinner to be on the table if she doesn't start something until after she gets home. So right. I make dinner. And as a matter of trying to be healthier and not eat a bunch of junk all the time, I cook everything from scratch generally. And but last year I decided, you know what? Because I don't know what to talk about today. Here's how I make my mac and cheese. <laughs> and, wow. And I did a whole episode just on the process of me making mac and cheese. And I remember Chris Osborne's like, you know, I'm stealing this. <laughs> he was like, like, I'm getting really hungry right now. This is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> food, food podcasts are like something you listen to when you are you when you know you're going to have food in like five minutes. Like you're on the road going to grandma's house for Thanksgiving and you're listening to a food podcast and you're going to be like, it's okay. Cause once I pull into the driveway, I'm going to have a whole bunch of, I'm going to have a feast ready. So it's okay. Food podcasts really get to me. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, I mean, hard. It's pretty certain you're going to have food five minutes after listening to that, because even if you weren't planning to, you're going to now. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I guess I'm going to go make Mac and cheese now. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's the stuff that I, I all over the damn place, especially when I need to fill 30 days of content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't plan on doing that for my podcast, mostly because I don't know what I would do, but, um, I am instead going to use the entire month of November to record possibly every day, a brand new podcast instead. Ooh, pre-recording. Yeah. That's a novel idea. Yeah. Until now, I've never done that. Uh, <laughs> I usually uh, record and release day of. It's like, okay, I'm start recording you know, and shit, I got to take the um, kids to school. <laughs> I was doing record on Thursday, edit on Thursday, release on Friday, and it was killing me. So yeah. I decided now to record Wednesdays, edit Thursdays. And then Friday, it will be out for the the public because I'll schedule it to be out at like 6 a.m. on Friday. And it, it works out a lot better. I'm not dying anymore. My crops are watered. It's it's going it's yeah, going well. Much better for mental stability. I've tried doing oh, yeah. that. I had I was like, oh, man, it's so much nicer when I don't have to stress so much on Wednesdays about, you know, recording and show art and show notes and all the stuff and release and scrambling to get it out before I have to go pick the boys up from school and all this stuff. And it's like, Oh, I'll record on this day and then I'll edit it. And I'm like, crap, it just feels, but then I feel like I'm doing everything every day. And I'm like, it's like, yeah, I'm being productive, but I'm like, it just feels so weird. I'm so not used to it. I'm always like, I'm so much of the, just dump the crap out of my head and send. Right. And, and it's really funny considering that I edit other people's podcasts and I'm so particular with everybody else's stuff, but not with my own. <laughs> it's like, mine sounds good, but the, as far as the, you know, I leave the jumbly stuff in there. It's like, why? Cause right. it's me bullshitting for potentially yeah. an hour, but yeah. The time waster, time filler. Yep. Like, I'm not going to, it's like, I'm not going to cut the ums out of there unless I completely had a brain fart and forgot what I was going to say and had to go back and remember. Like right. I stopped for 30 seconds. I'm going to cut that out. But, but that's because brains and because every podcast is different. 
every podcast is different. That's what I love about podcasting. Okay. I love like everything about podcasting because mm-hmm. four years in, I can't imagine my life without this, without 90 some odd podcasts that I listen to every week and without all of the relationships and the, all of the, the community and the doing this every week. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would be like without this now. It's so much of who I am now. Yeah. Plus, and, and this is like a, like you shouldn't podcast to do this, but it's a decent resume builder. I mean, you're committing to not only editing, but recording something every week at the same time, probably uh, setting up the show all on your own, the ideas on your own. If you're getting guests, I mean, that's hard hard enough to do with someone dedicated to get you a guest. Um, So, I mean, it's a, it's a nice thing to slap on a resume and be like, yeah, I do this big deal. What of, what of it? Oh, you yeah. want to hire me? Look at this podcast. I almost applied. There's actually a big name, like syndicated radio show that goes out as a podcast that's actually based out here in Phoenix. And I remember I was listening to uh, Libsyn's The Feed and occasionally when they have those big things and they're like, oh yeah, they're, you know, they released their radio show as a podcast and they're hosted on Libsyn. And so, hey, they've got a job application out there and I was like, like, oh, they need a new uh, behind the scenes producer, like call screener for mm-hmm. the show and for the podcast. And like, oh, well, you know, the one caveat, you need to live in Phoenix. I'm like, oh. and then they mentioned like, oh, it's the Kim Commando show. I'm like, I listened to that. <laughs> I was like, That's yeah. on at like three o'clock on Sunday afternoon. I listened to her. <laughs> I didn't. It's one of those things where there's actually a bunch of syndicated radio shows. They're like those tech shows and things like that. They come out mm-hmm. of Phoenix. I'm like. I know where that building is. Hell, <laughs> like my dad used to work in that station. I could go down there right now <laughs> right. and stuff like I, I, if it weren't for the fact that I know what the job is <laughs> and where it's like, eh, I don't think I could actually find the time to do that job and record live radio. And like, and I have no experience as a call screener. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, have you been on the phone at all before? You can figure out some bullshit pretty quick just from talking to someone for like three seconds. But it, it would have been definitely have been cool. But it's one of those, you know, my regular two days off of work, I editing podcast or doing interviews, mm-hmm. and the, but those are my family days. And to go and yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna go and take a job working on a radio show on what should be a family day, and eh, my wife wouldn't be too thrilled with that, even if I was making any decent amount of money. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Priorities. Yep. <laughs> so, wanting to try and get back on topic. Not that I necessarily want to, but I've got questions in front of me, so why the hell not? Damn it. I know, damn questions. It's the only thing that keeps me constricted doing these is, oh, there's some questions. Maybe I should look at the questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you already hit the, you know, what was your first podcast you listened to? And you mentioned Comedy Bang Bang and mm-hmm. and some of the other Earwolf stuff like uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, which I still, even like with the, I don't know about it, what they're doing with this third season. I think they're kind of, <laughs> it sounds bad to say they're floundering. I feel like they're floundering a little bit now that they've taken it on the sea. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get out of the tavern. And, yeah. and it's a good idea because I, I admittedly, it was like, okay, are you guys going to go somewhere yet? Yeah. <laughs> are we doing something? Yeah. 
It's like I feel like I'm 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 wishy washy on some of the changes for this season. I feel like they they got to a point and they started improving themselves into a corner and realized like okay we they like we're gonna pull a what did what what the hell was it that stupid game that they just blew up the game. Oh, Fortnite? Fortnite. It's like, granted, they did it before Fortnite. Maybe we could say Fortnite pulled a Magic Tavern. But like, we're going to basically blow up the world in our in our show and I go completely say, elsewhere. But I would say that they pulled a Final Fantasy fourteen because Final Fantasy fourteen did it first. In 2011, I think. I can't remember. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever played like one Final Fantasy game because I was a Nintendo nerd. And so I never had the good ones. Yeah, It was on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just never got it. I don't know. Maybe it's just I've never been a big fan of. I don't know. I don't know why I've never really played Final Fantasy. I know for a while they were like PlayStation exclusive and stuff like that. But I don't know. Well, it's <laughs> never too late. Yeah. <laughs> No, when you got four kids, it kind of becomes too late. <laughs> uh, you can play with them. Uh, Just have them sit down and watch. And you lay down the law. You sit down while I destroy this monster. Next thing I know, it's 4 a.m. And I've got them up playing. playing. It's like, oh, look, I'm getting fun. Because the same shit happened with Skyrim. <laughs> the, got into Skyrim before I had as many kids. And... Now they get so excited. Look, it's a dragon. That always like you're gonna happens. Get eaten. Yeah, you're gonna get eaten. Yep. <laughs> but going from first shows you've listened to, what would you say is like your all-time favorite show, or maybe just like what's your current favorite show? Mm, interesting, interesting. Um, well, it. I hate to not plug like indie podcasts. It makes me so sad. I know, but maybe it's not. It's like I and I feel that too. I have a particular bias for the indies, but you know, I like I will say when I was asked if you had to only listen to one, and this was like two years ago when I didn't listen to ninety, but I would I had said uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Like if mm. you only listen to one, it was yeah. like I said Welcome to Night Vale. Now I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say Night Vale anymore, but mm. at the time it's like. I, I, so never know if it's your favorite, it's your favorite, even if it's, yeah, that's true. Even if it's your best friend that does this show, maybe it's not necessarily your favorite. You like this one better. Maybe you like Joe Rogan more than anybody else. It's okay. Please don't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I've only listened to a show like twice and it was because specific guests is like, no, I want to hear this person and I want to hear that person. And the rest yeah. of the time I'm not, I have no reason. <laughs> What's a road joke in any way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess my favorite right now, I get uh, uh, is Super Ego. I think I'll say. Uh, so Super Ego is uh, four improv comedian. No, five. One, two, three, five improv comedians. Uh, uh, Paul of Tompkins, um, Mark McConville, Matt Gorley, and I can't remember the guy's name, and it makes me feel sad because he's super funny. But um, Hal Lublin, no, not Hal. No, <laughs> no. All of um, Tompkins and Hal Lublin tend to do a lot of stuff together, but they do. But I think that all comes from thrilling adventure hour days. Um, but they get together and they do these kind of um, 
mixed scenes uh, where they're just taking random characters and just doing nonsense with them. Um, and it's it works so well. Um, Jeremy Carter, that's who I was thinking of. Jeremy Carter is the last one. He's very funny. He, I think he plays uh, this character called Shunt McGuppin, where he's uh, supposed to be like this kind of country singer, but... You know, he's improving the lyrics uh, on site and it's a bunch of nonsense and he's bothering people while they're eating because he's a restaurant player and stuff like that. And it's it's very funny. It's it's very um, some of it can be really realistic. Other times it's just a bunch of nonsense. Sometimes they do things with uh, pop culture and like old cartoons. So like they do G.I. Joe stuff sometimes, which is bizarre. Uh, They'll do Star Wars things. And it's it's all just a toss up. You never know what you're going to get when you listen to an episode until you listen to that episode. And it's all just really good, well edited uh, improv comedy on a podcast. And that seems to be tricky as hell from mm. from editor brain and, and comedy. Like, it's hard to edit comedy mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. because, you know, if you, you if you try and adjust things then you could kill a joke Mm -hmm. as i can only imagine like trying to edit improv comedy is just gotta be uh, that's probably second to audio drama yeah (laughs) it's like from an editing complications perspective audio drama is just lots and lots and lots and lots of parts but i gotta imagine improv comedy and trying to edit improv while keeping it funny and not killing the jokes and not ruining yeah. the flow of everything. That's just got to be complex as hell. And not only that, but like if you have nothing but good jokes throughout an entire scene, having to cut out certain jokes because, you know, you might run over time for your podcast that I, I've heard them do. They've done like the super ego behind the scenes and uh Matt Gorley, I think, does most of the editing, if not all of it. And he said, like, I didn't want to cut this joke out because it was too funny. But also it didn't flow with the rest of the like the re- the rest of the scene that we were doing. So I had to cut it out and I it, it like hurt to do so. And I was like, yeah, I can only imagine what that joke was that I did not hear. Uh, that's that's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're I leaving know. you, we're going to leave you with comedy blue balls because we're going to tell you all about this great joke, but we're not going to tell you the joke. <laughs> comedy blue balls is a great, uh, title for a podcast. Like we're just going to, we're going to tell you the punchline and no setup. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Comedy blue balls. Going to buy that domain and <laughs> get to it. Um, Super Ego, actually, Super Ego, Hello from the Magic Tavern, and a lot of the other um, Earwolf shows that I've listened to are are what have prompted me to start this other podcast as well. Uh, Aside from starting a podcast at all, I decided that uh, I wanted to try getting into comedy and improv comedy, and so I am doing it, and I'm going to rope a whole bunch of other podcasters into doing it with me. Coming up in the now times. That is November. We're in November right now. That's where we are right now. Wink, wink, nudge. Here in the the Vermilion Minotaur, 
where we all are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I wish they would do a show other than at big conventions and in Chicago. I was like, come on, you guys have the resources to tour at this point. Come yeah, on. They could tour. They definitely uh, could. It's like, oh, we're going to, it's like they, they appear at official earwolf functions and at clubs in Chicago. I was like, no, you guys are big enough by now. You should be able to do more than two tours, two live shows a year in another city besides Chicago. Come on. <laughs> yeah. If Night Vale can take a huge crew of people on the road basically year round at this point, I feel like they could grab them and a few guests. <laughs> what a scary thing to do. <laughs> can you imagine the cast just I uh, going on that kind of trip? Oh. For Night Vale or Magic Tavern? Night Vale, for sure. I can't imagine it. I know it's happened, but I can't imagine it. I've actually seen them live twice. Really? I, my wife and I agree. If you walked into a Night Vale live show not understanding what you were going into, you go in there blind. You're going to think you're at like some cult ceremony. Because there's all this audience interaction and there's always chanting of some kind. Oh. <laughs> You've just got Cecil up there and everybody's repeating after. Like, like, especially we went during the All Hail tour. So you're literally out there, you know, all hail the glow cloud. All oh, no. hail. And everybody's like, and you got 150, 200 people in a theater. All hail. All hail. <laughs> This looks oh. really bad if you're on the outside of this. <laughs> yeah, how that's super scary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but but they're great shows, and they're definitely it's definitely a, a different experience. And you're definitely surrounded by nerds. And I'm mm. I'll, I've said it before. Every time we go, like there's always some people. I realize it's a show that lends itself well to cosplay, like Magic Tavern. But some people get really serious about their. Stuff. Oh sure, yeah. I've seen so many people in full light up glow cloud outfits. They're like, you need three seats for your costume. Yeah. <laughs> and the makeup designs, like the cosplay of people. And I, I, and that's one more reason why I'd love to see a Magic Tavern live show is the cosplay of it. Like, yeah. How many skunky looking badgers are you going to see in a crowd? <laughs> and yeah. And to see Adderify in like a, what, what I assume is just a onesie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I used to follow them on on Facebook and they'd always post up a lot of pictures from the live shows and you'd see and it'd be funny to see the 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 actual the guests and the cast members and like, wow, that's what they look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's flower. I would have never guessed that's flower. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> like you are a, a, a scrawny little white girl. <laughs> like, never would have thought. You sound like you're going to fight everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flower's a great character. God, it was my absolute favorite. Ever was it when they did the offices and bosses, and they started with Flower and they ended with Flower, but in the meantime, Flower's character was played by a rotating group of like, like because they're playing Flower, playing another character, mm -hmm. and so well, it's like D and D, and so they're going through, and well, Flower's character is there, but Flower wasn't there to play the part, so it's rotating guests coming in, and then she comes back at the end, and she's all pissed off. What the fuck? 
podcast? Just because I wasn't here? You just went and had a playing in my place? You just continued the game without me? What the fuck? I love Flower. This is the best character. Truly, truly the best character. There's like the first guest, too. Like, yeah. They started off with the best possible character ever. Nothing has ever lived up to Flower. A talking flower <laughs> named Flower. What more do you need? With a, with a serious drinking problem. And attitude problem. And <laughs> problem in general. Uh, <laughs> okay. Of all those. Because you've got all those. But, and this is probably the hardest question I have. And everybody has been like, mm. like brain racking question. If you had to pick one podcast for somebody as their first one to listen to besides yours, because <laughs> for all Bob of the self pimping, I know it's like, we all want to recommend our own, but what, what show would you suggest for, to a first timer? Hmm. Definitely is a hard one. Um, I guess I would say if you want to start with like you something to digest easy, something that happens every day, regardless of what's going on, unless it's a holiday, um, listen to like The Daily. Um, I think that would be the best podcast to jump into uh just for your first one um episodes are usually about 20 to 30 minutes they give you a recap of some important events uh that's going on in the news um and then they give you a kind of here's what else you need to know about what's going on today um and it's all very succinct um they still have guest interviews and they still all all by the way like by the time you wake up, like it's there for you. And I think that's the kind of the magic of the daily and the magic of podcasts is that it's there when you need it and there when you want it. So, uh, the, uh, the daily would be the one I'd say you should jump into first, just to get your feet wet with like how a podcast do what it do. And, uh, just how you should kind of, digest a, a like half hour podcast at most yeah it's like if you can handle you know the a little daily news update and and sort of getting used to the format of listening to podcasts and then you know, then branch out and maybe yeah. you're gonna start listening to the dollop i don't i don't know i I'm, I'm only vaguely familiar with some of these i don't i don't listen to news podcast and maybe it's just because mm-hmm. i i'm so much a an a indie and comedy person like almost every show if i can't get a laugh out of it then i'm probably not gonna listen to it yeah right. but that's just kind of the escapism for me and but, i mean if you you know what if you want to jump into something that's like you're gonna laugh you're probably gonna laugh right away pro- just go listen to comedy bang bang that's a great way to get into comedy podcasts because it's uh it's a format you're familiar with, uh, host and guests and interviews, but it's all improv and it's very funny. And that's, I mean, what more, what more do you want? What do you want? <laughs> and that's what makes this question so hard. That's why everybody seems to have the hardest, the most trouble with that, this question, yeah. because it is the, what was your first podcast? Well, Why? But would you recommend that one to somebody else necessarily? And that's like, 
you know, and I, I always say I'm a, I'm a really bad example. I started this show before I'd ever listened to any podcast mm. just because I had an understand. Like I Googled a lot of how to without ever having listened to anything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I was doing for a while and growing and shaping. And man, I didn't even round off that block of clay when I started. That thing was a square. Like I, I barely took the oh, wrapper off of that thing. <laughs> and so my, I was so far away from a bowl when I started this show. I didn't start listening to podcasts until after I started this. And it was all podcasts about podcasting. And I still listened to like 10 of them and learning. But then I also like, I'm one of those engrossed myself in the, in the industry and learn all of the mm-hmm. things. Cause I want to know all of the things I absolutely would not recommend that to anybody else. No, no, I don't think the audacity to podcast should be your first podcast. You should probably listen to something that you're going to be more entertained by than mm-hmm. educated unless you want to be educated by something. But yeah, it's everybody's personal. Like, well, what kind of thing are you looking for? Do you want to show about cars? Do you want to listen to something entertaining or do you want to find something to educate you? It's it, that's the hard. That's why I like this question because it, it people get it's it's so what, what's the, the number one rule about any question in podcasting depends. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in podcasting, it depends. Depends. So that's why I like asking people, what do you think? It's your suggestion. And this whole month and all of the interviews and everything for me, I just like the big dump of sec- of recommendations, especially because a lot of these, and I don't think anybody that I've talked to other than one has recommended a show that I have previously featured or talked about. Mm. So it's, I'm loving this because it's more recommendations from other people besides me and my particular brand of taste. Yep. That's and very true. That's what this is all about. That's why I wanted to have 30 people on here. Cause more people, more recommendations besides mine where people are going to talk about the daily, which I wouldn't, that I don't listen to and I wouldn't have suggested, but you came on here and you said, this is what I'm listening to. And this is why. And that's why I have people on here. <laughs> yep. I want other brains in here other than mine. Other brains. Size brains. does not matter. Big so, brain, small brain. As long as the cells are there. Yeah. <laughs> brains. Oh, shit. I'm out of coffee. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I'm out of coffee, so I feel like it's. we need to wrap things up. <laughs> out of coffee, out of time. <laughs> that, that's that is what the time. I, that's what I always say. That's it. The time limit of the show is how far is my coffee? But wow, just slammed the shit out of that, didn't I? <laughs> Before we wrap things up, one more time, what is your show and where can people find you? My show is the Weekly Cooldown, hosted by me, Kami Jace. Uh, you can always find it wherever you get podcasts, including at Anchor. Dot fm if you so choose also on spotify apple all that good stuff i also have a website that's currently under construction because i'm rebuilding it because we're gonna have our two-year anniversary soon so by now i think you should be able to visit wkcooldown.com that's w-k-c-o-o-l-d-o-w-n.com to find the show and other news awesome Thank you for coming again, again, because you volunteered because you're kind of psycho like that, apparently. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) 
But again, you can find me at Odd Dad Out and all the social medias and at odddadoutpodcast.com. Again, I'm keeping them short because you're listening to me way too much this month. If you're kind of crazy and you're listening to me every day, I'm sorry. Maybe not. I don't know. But until tomorrow, got to remember that. Thank you and good night. Bye.